Welcome to And With Your Spirit, a homily podcast that takes preaching out of the sanctuary and moves it into your daily life. Let us make ourselves open to the voice of Christ and the movement of the Holy Spirit, that we might be transformed. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Good morning, everyone. It's good to see this Mass so full this morning and to see so many faces. It's wonderful, actually, especially as we celebrate this weekend the great feast of Pentecost. It has now been 50 days since the resurrection of our Lord and a few days since his ascension. The apostles gathered together on this day 2,000 years ago when the Holy Spirit finally comes upon them and gives birth to the church. This church sent out on mission is what allows us to be here On the west side today, because without with the Holy Spirit guiding the church through all of time, there would have been no missionaries, there would have been no grandparents, there would have been no founders of our parish, and here we are. So in thanksgiving to God for this great feast and for his continued guidance, we gather in celebration. We've all seen the power of wind, right? And we've all, I think, seen the power of the Holy Spirit in other people. But have we, or will we, see the power of the Spirit in ourselves? The time for Pentecost comes today. All the disciples are gathered together in one place. There's no distancing. They're together. And the Spirit comes down upon them, and the first manifestation of the Holy Spirit is the sound of a strong, driving wind. Not a breeze, a strong driving wind. Things are going to change. I got curious about that phrase, strong driving wind, and so I started googling the most powerful winds we have ever recorded. And here are three examples, all right? Two of them are destructive, and one of them is actually productive. The first one um, that I found was back in 2005 at Hurricane Katrina. How many of you remember that? Basically anybody my age and older? Yeah. So that wind from that hurricane hit the shore at 174 miles an hour. 174 miles an hour. There were were 1,800 people killed because of that wind and that storm, and more than $125 billion in damage. In fact, they're still recovering today. That's a strong driving wind. Or another one, Another destructive example, the Paradise Campfire in California in 2018, and the one that spread from a small campfire across an entire several valleys, actually. The wind carried the embers and lit more and more sides of hills on fire and encompassed people's homes. 150,000 acres were burned. 150,000 acres. My parents farmed 300, and I thought that was big, you know? And 19,000 buildings were destroyed. That's just the ones that were insured. 19,000 buildings. That's a strong driving wind. That's the power of wind. Or a more productive one. I had to Google this one pretty deep into Wikipedia to find it. But the most powerful uh, wind turbine ever designed, uh, at least as of last year, was the Vestas V-164, which means nothing to me, but maybe two engineers mean something. It's about 700 feet tall, 
It's actually out in the water um, in Denmark, I think, off the coast. It gets pushed by the wind, and it generates, generates electricity. The wind moves the turbine blades so fast that it generates 192 megawatts per hour per day, which powers 6,600 houses every day, or 240 houses for a month. Those blades are 240 feet long. They weigh 35 tons each. That's a strong driving wind. We've known the power of wind. We've seen what it does to crops whenever the corn is up and it is also wet, and the wind comes along and knocks it over. Makes my dad mad every time. We know what the wind does on a nice day when we had planned a graduation party and our tent gets blown over or all our decorations stumble off the tables. We know the power of wind. We know what happens when we're playing a sport and we go to take the free kick and the wind takes the ball for us right outside, even though we had it on target. We know the power of wind. We cannot control wind. It comes where it comes from and it goes where it goes and either we can bend or break, but the wind has a strong force. That's how the Holy Spirit comes. Powerful. And we've seen that when the Holy Spirit takes over the life of someone. We've seen it in St. John Paul II, whom many of you uh, watched on TV for decades. Um, he was the Pope whenever I was a kid, you know. And he went all over the world. In fact, he was the most traveled Pope in human history. He could have, when he was a young man, his parents and his siblings all died, either because of the communist government that had came into his country or from natural causes. By the time he was 20, he lost everyone he loved. He was forced into labor camps. He was forced underground for his education. He was told he could not be a priest. And when he became one anyway, the government spied on him, tapped his confessional, and followed him around in his car. He called them his guardian angels, actually. That man could have given up, but instead he employed his gifts at the service of the Holy Spirit and became a force to be reckoned with. He, maybe single-handedly, stopped communism from spreading across Europe at a time when it needed to be stopped. He traveled around the world 750,000 miles in his 60s, 70s, and 80s. I'm 33, and I don't like traveling already. That man was possibly the most seen person in human history. More eyes live, not on screen, live, likely saw his face than any other face in history. That's a force. That's power. That's what happens when the Holy Spirit takes over someone's gifts and changes the world. Or we see it in someone more simple, like St. Therese of Lisieux. She went to the convent 150 years ago as a teenager. She wanted to become a missionary, and so she went to a convent. Anyways, she was cloistered the rest of her life, and after only being there a decade or so, she died. Before she died, her superior said, Please write the story of your life. She said no, she said no, she said no. And then finally the superior said, Be obedient. And she said, Yes, ma'am. And she wrote her life story, 92,000 words, more or less, the story of a soul. And that book by that cloistered nun with no Instagram, no traveling schedule, 
No popularity or fame because she was hidden behind a wall has become an international bestseller and she is now the patron saint of missionaries. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. Taking what you think can't happen and multiplying it beyond your wildest dreams. Or Dorothy Day in New York City. A woman who was born to a family who was Episcopalian. She got pregnant at a young age, had an abortion. Her husband or her boyfriend left her. She had another child from another person. She decided one day to become Catholic. She totally converted and left her entire life behind. She began to take on the arch, Cardinal Archbishop in front of her and the state and everyone else who got in her way of serving the poor. And she built 200 homes, this single Catholic mom. 200 homes for men and women and children who were poor and had nothing. And when someone came to her and said, Dorothy, we have this to give to you. We want to take care of you for your ministry with others. She said, thank you, and passed it right along to a poor person. One day, someone even gave her a diamond ring worth twenty dollars or $28,000. They said, I'd like you to take this to the pawn shop because they'll be nicer to you and give you a better deal. She said no. She took the ring, put it on the next poor person's hand that she saw, and said, what better place to give God's treasures than to one of his treasures made in his image? That's a force. That's the spirit That's a strong, driving wind, a strong, driving life. We've seen the power of the wind. We've seen the power of the Spirit in other people. But have we seen it, and will we see it in us? Today is Pentecost Sunday, the day where where we remember that the Holy Spirit wants to come here too. And either this can be like any other Sunday, or, or there can be a change. You can make enough room in your mind, in your heart, in your life, your calendar, in your pocketbook, in your relationships. We can make enough space for a little bit of a breeze to get in there. And if it does, watch out. I've seen this happen. I've seen a young man, a teenage guy say, I think I'm going to leave it all behind for a year to surrender to what God has in store for my life and discern. I've seen it. I've seen it in, in couples who have fought for years, many years, really hard years, to stay together and stay true to their marriage vows because they know before God and his church what they said and that the Spirit can do it, even if they won't do it today. They stay together. I've seen the power. Maybe you have too. Last night I got a call from someone who's not a parishioner connecting me to someone else who's not a parishioner because they happen to have my cell phone and said, will you go to the hospital to anoint my father-in-law? He's not doing well. And I said, sure. I headed over to Midtown. I got into his room, and I said, I'm here to anoint you. And he said, I didn't ask for that. (laughs) And I said, I didn't ask for it either, you know? Here we are. I said, would you like to be anointed? Do you think you need that right now? And he said, oh, sure. I guess it couldn't hurt. So I did the anointing of of a sick with him, he had never had it done before when, I, when we finished. Um, we did the sign of the cross. And as I started to leave, I said, well, I'll be praying for you, sir. And he grabbed my hand and he said, thank you. And then his voice cracked. This big, tough guy. His voice cracked and he said, thank you for being a priest. And he dropped my hand and he turned away and I left. 
I've seen the power of people listening to God's voice. I've seen the power of people being open to what God wants to do. I've seen mothers who don't have an end to their energy, even though they would tell you otherwise, as they corral all of their children. I've seen men fight their addictions and come back again clean. Have you seen the power? Will you let the power in? We've all seen the power of true wind. We've all seen the power of the Holy Spirit and the saints. And today, Pentecost, it's our turn.